Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters no matter what the circumstances are. Hello, everybody, and happy Friday once again. If you are keeping up with our hormone series, you know that today we're going to be diving into thyroid. And before we begin in that, I am going to go ahead and share, just like I promised per last week, that the gender of baby Stauberg is going to be a baby girl. We are having a little girl. So super excited for that. Gender reveal went amazing. Couldn't have asked for anything better. All right, now diving into today, we will be talking about the thyroid gland and pretty much everything that's going to be into that. Like I said on last episode, I did my undergraduate final essay. I call it a thesis. I don't want to say it was a thesis because it was just like a final essay. And I found out so much about the do's and the don'ts and all of these wonderful things. And that what triggered me the most. I was working at a weight loss clinic at the time. And a lot of the clientele that we were seeing had a thyroid condition, whether it be Hashimoto's, hyper, hypo, some type of thyroid condition was happening. So that's why I actually chose to do my final essay on thyroid. And when I dove into it, it interests me more and more how, again, all of these hormones inside of our body play a huge role. Like they're all circulating with each other, like I said on the first episode back on June 16th. Actually, I think it was the one prior to that. The very first episode of when we dove into hormones, I told you everything starts from the head, goes through the body and recirculates. That is why the thyroid gland, which second in command after your brain, is a huge part of what happens in your health. And the thyroid gland is part of the endocrine system. And what that pretty much means is it has so much to do with the way like your hypothalamus, your pituitary, your parathyroid, your adrenals, your pineal, your pancreas, ovaries or testes, male versus female. It has a regulation of everything. I pretty much read and found in my final essay, that the thyroid gland is like the main central station for your metabolism. And when people have something go wrong with their thyroid, they're messing with the metabolism. It's not them personally who are messing with the metabolism. It's the thyroid. The thyroid's messing with that person's metabolism. And it's super important to make sure that you're checking in and you're doing the blood work and you're making sure everything's all good to go because it can be frustrating when you start having these conditions. And I call them conditions because it can seem like an illness, but it's fixable. It's just with the right patients, the right nutrition, the right supplementation, maybe even the right medication in some instances. It is fixable. Now, kind of going more into the thyroid Remember back when I was talking about the hormones that are in there, you have your T4 thyroxine, T3 tridothrinine, RT3, your reverse tridothrine, and calicitinin. Those are going to be those main hormones that are inside. Now, 
that affects bodily function, such as again, your energy, your metabolism, your heart rate, your breathing, your digestion, regulating body temperature, brain development, mental activity, skin and bone maintenance, fertility. There are so many things that the thyroid gland goes into. And it's so funny, I get so excited about this. You guys can only see me. I have my hands up in the air and I'm throwing them around because I get so intense with the thyroid. These hormones play such a pivotal role when they're released and depending on what is released or not released is going to be a huge part of your health and why it's super important to know what your thyroid's doing, what your levels are doing, how they're producing, how much less or more they're producing. And there are autoimmune diseases that become of this. So making sure you stay on top of it is really, really important. Now, this can be one of those subjects where when I talk, when I say this, that the thyroid gland needs iodine. And when I say that, some people can take this and run with it and think to themselves, oh my God, I need to like overdose on iodine. No, (laughs) do not overdose on iodine. But some people get to the point where they extract iodine out of their nutritional environment so much that they don't have enough iodine. That is a thing, not enough iodine. Society and media has presented all of these scare tactics of stuff and then people will start to pull back on nutritional things that they need because society has scared them into thinking it's not good at all when it's not that's not the case it's not good in large amounts you need to be careful when you're taking in large amounts so kind of going over the T4 is pretty much um, the horm- the primary hormone that the thyroid makes and releases. So once the thyroid releases T4 into the bloodstream, it can convert T3 through a process called deiodinization. The T3 is a lesser amount than T4 when produced, but it, it has a much greater effect on your metabolism than T4. So kind of keep up here. T4 is needed to produce T3, but T3 will secrete a larger amount for the metabolism more than T4. Hope that all kind of flowed together for you guys and made sense without having a diagram or a picture here for you. And then there's a small amount of the RT3. So remember, T3 is the triodothyronine and the RT3 is the reverse part of it because it's going to have the reverse effects of the T3. Yes, your body does need that. Calcitonin is a hormone that regulates the calcium in your blood, and that's huge with your thyroid and your metabolism. So that is why all four of those hormones in your thyroid are going to be useful. So when I say that from the bottom to the top is important, it's because your hypothalamus in your brain is going to secrete a thyroid-releasing hormone, that TRH that we talked about a while back, which will stimulate part of your pituitary gland that secretes TSH, thyroid-stimulating hormone. The TSH then stimulates your thyroid follicle cells to release T4 and T3 if they are adequate levels of iodine, which is why you should not be taking iodine 
out completely. Because if, it, if you don't have enough iodine, now your levels are going to go down. Now we're going to have issues. So as I said in the first episode, all of this starts from the head. If the hypothalamus doesn't have TRH and TSH to send down into the thyroid, the thyroid won't know to release T4 and T3. This system has a big play in how your body functions, including like your cardiovascular system through cardio output and the way that your heart pumps blood in the nervous system. And it'll affect numbness, tingling, pain, or a sense of burning. It can also pretty much have an, in addition, it can contribute to things such as like depression or even anxiety. And because the thyroid is the central for your metabolism, it's going to play a huge, huge role in digestion. And that is another huge key factor for health. I can't emphasize enough that the GI health is very important for a lot of other areas, which we may have a whole entire section alone on GI health, which is gastrointestinal health, just so you know. However, like I also said in the beginning, this is part of the endocrine system. That means that depending male or female ovaries or testes, this is going to have a huge role in your reproductive system. So for women, your regular menstrual cycles, fertility, things of that nature. For men, same thing. Guys, you aren't off the hook in this. This is the same thing for you guys too. So it's really important for us to be making sure our blood work is done Our thyroid is being checked and everything is being put together at an adequate level. So if you're wondering where the thyroid is located, most probably already know, but just so that way you know, it's right in the throat area. There are two two halves like lobes and it's in between those two. It's not a very big part of your throat. It's probably about like two inches long, but again, that's just like going based off of like average size everybody is going to be different. The biggest thing for people to understand is the disorders that affect thyroidism. And we're not going into them in a huge, huge amount of detail, but we are going to cover these so people understand a little bit more. Now, I'm not going into a lot of detail about it because each person is going to be different. And that is something for you and your healthcare provider or naturopath to be discussing. There is hypothyroidism, which is an underactive thyroid. That means it does not produce and release enough thyroid hormones. A lot of the causes of this can be where people are now being diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease, which is an autoimmune disease, something called thyroiditis, which inflammation of the thyroid, iodine deficiency, a non-functioning thyroid gland. And this pretty much means the thyroid doesn't really work since you were born. An over-treatment of hyperthyroidism through medication. So yes, it is possible to have hyperthyroidism, which is the overaction of thyroid. And then you get medicated and now you have an underactive thyroid. That happens. It is a thing. That is why you need to make sure whoever you go to for medical supervision or naturopathic supervision, one, you know them, you trust them, you have a rapport set up, everything. It's very important, and I even stress this to my clients too, ask questions. If you're asking questions 
and your healthcare provider is answering them and making you feel safe and filling you with knowledge and understanding, that is someone who cares. If they're pushing you off and getting irritated that you're asking questions, it's probably time to find somebody new. Just putting that out there. Another part of um, hypothyroidism can be the thyroid gland removal altogether. If somebody's thyroid is removed, I really, really hope, and if somebody is not on proper medication or hormone treatment because their thyroid is removed, please take this as your red flag and your sign right now. Go get rechecked. Go get your blood work done. Go see where your levels are at. Go get on hormone replacement therapy. Get on a medication. Check in with your healthcare provider. See what your body needs. If your thyroid is removed and you're not taking anything for it, that's a red flag. Take this as your sign. Go get checked right now. Hyperthyroidism, which I mentioned before through over-medicating, but hyperthyroidism is the overactive thyroid. And that just means that your thyroid produces and releases more thyroid hormones than your body actually needs. And yes, this is something that actually happens. And approximately, like they're stating one out of 100 people over the age of 12 have it in the United States. However, can that statistic be skewed? Absolutely. Maybe something isn't always reported. I don't really go off of that, but just know it is a rare occasion, but there are some out there and I have witnessed some in my practicing of helping people nutritionally. A lot of times this can include Graves' disease, which is an autoimmune condition, which that's the one I've witnessed through my nutritional practice. Thyroid nodules that I've studied, I have not seen. Thyroiditis, again, inflammation of the thyroid. So again, how you see it in an overactive, you can see it in an underactive. Postpartum thyroiditis, so pretty much the inflammation of the thyroid that happens after giving birth. So again, this is one of those things where hormones, they play such a role that even postpartum with pregnant women, this can be something you need to be careful on and making sure you're keeping up with your health, your nutrition, your hydration, and your supplementation. Excess iodine in your blood from a diet or a medication. This is where society pretty much put a scare tactic into the world. And it's like, okay, well, that's not really fair because that's not really like, those are several cases. That isn't like a pandemic but they made it seem like it struck fear into society. And now people have no iodine and have a hypothyroidism. It's just hard to tell what society's gonna do. They either scare tactic you, they either shame you. Nothing can be balanced in this world and that's the sad part. And that's why you need somebody who you trust and you rely on to balance you out and help you understand what's going on and what it means and the levels of what you need for your body because every body is different. So an over-treatment of hypothyroidism, just like people get over-medicated through hyperthyroidism that develops hypo, same thing. If somebody gets over-medicated through hypo, then they go back into hyper. Now what we're finding is because of these over-medicated cases, And because of it, now they're starting to pretty much cause Hashimoto in an autoimmune disease. And it's not fair to our our patients, our clients, the people, our family, our friends, everybody. 
Also, a lot of times hyperthyroidism can be a benign non-cancerous tumor in your pituitary gland, which I have seen with one family friend, or it was a friend that had family. Let's just say it was back in like 2015 and I, my heart went out for that girl. That was not a fun time for her. So goiters, goiters is an enlargement of your thyroid gland. Goiters are relatively common. A simple goiter is just a development when the thyroid gland doesn't make enough hormones to meet your body's needs. An endemic goiter occurs when people don't get enough iodine in their diet and a sporadic goiter have no known causes in most cases, but can have certain medications such as like lithium can cause sporadic. Lithium is used for a psychosis medication. Those are just the little bits. I'm not going, like I said, I don't want to go too much into like the treatments, the causes, the symptoms. I don't want to go far into that. That's not what I'm trying to do because I don't want somebody out there to start feeling like they have one or two symptoms and they have something when it could be something else. And that's why, like I said last podcast, I'm going to say this episode too, please make sure you are keeping up to date with your health. Check in on your nutrition, check in on your hydration, check in on your supplementation, get blood work done yearly just to make sure levels are okay. Please keep in touch with your healthcare provider and have somebody that you really truly admire and you trust because that's gonna be pretty much the big part of what will help you through your health stages. I'm just making people aware of how the hormones in this thyroid starts from the head and it affects the whole entire body. And when people say hormones, they automatically think of the reproduction system of your ovaries and testes, male, female, and that's not the case. Hormones are deeper. Hormones are much more than just your fertility and your reproduction. Hormones go all over the body and This is why I'm doing these episodes to educate of why nutrition, why proper supplementation, why hydration, and why having a good healthcare provider is important for your health and why doing blood work is important too. Silent killers creep up on people. So next week, we're going to go over sleep and not a lot of people know about sleep. So we're going to dive into why sleep is important, what happens in sleep, all the good things. I love sleep. Obviously, I'm pregnant. Pregnant people love sleep. We get the most of it. However, we're going to dive into sleep, hormones that help in sleep, and why sleep is important for your hormones. If you guys have any questions or concerns, please, like I said, reach out. I am not a licensed counselor. I am not a healthcare professional. I have my undergraduate degree in dietetics, and this is why I'm educating people through nutrition. If you do come at me with a question, I will based upon that question, tell you to go see your PCP, or I will tell you to go see an endocrinologist. I will base it off of the question, but I hope you guys have a really terrific week, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday, like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you.